darkness fades into new beginnings as we lift our be seated. So glad you're with us this morning. It is crazy foggy out there, isn't it? We were driving up, and I know you noticed this just as we were coming down the driveway. You couldn't see our building at all. 
is just so thick with fog. And we were talking, uh, just kind of talking as a family, we were talking about saturation and how the earth was just about all that could hold, this water, you know. I couldn't help think about the fact that we've used this term and we've talked about gospel saturation, that, that one day we, we pray that, that in Little Rock and in central Arkansas, every man, woman, boy, and girl has an opportunity to know and live in the love of Jesus. That's what gospel saturation is, that every man, woman, and child has an, many opportunities to know Jesus and make him known. That, that's what we're praying for, and that's where you come in, right? That God would use each and every one of us to know Jesus and make him known wherever we live, wherever we go. Uh, so we're so glad you're with us today. My name is Drew Klein. I'm one of the pastors at South City, and uh, just excited about what this day means. We have been in the book of Mark for several, couple months at least, and um, one of the things that we've seen in the book of Mark, in the gospel of Mark, over and over again is how Jesus continually withdraws from the crowd, right? He's continually going away even from his own disciples to pray. And last week, I'm so grateful for Lawrence. Didn't he do an awesome job? So thankful for Lawrence and Jesslyn is just his uh, leadership as an elder and his heart for the word to teach and thankful for how he led you uh, last week. But even last week, the message being that Jesus wanted to get the disciples away, right, to pray. Wanted to move them away from the crowds and away from the action just so that they could focus their hearts on the Lord and what he's doing and what he wants them to do. That was the purpose of it. Right, that, that's what he was doing. So even just continually we see Jesus with this desire to connect with the Father. And so I just want to tell you that's what this day is about. Far too long the American church has said, all right, entertain me. Right? Far too long the American church has said, all right, what do you got for me today? That, that's not the church of Jesus. God has called us together as believers to lift up the name of Jesus, to make him known, to glorify him, to sing of his fame, of his glory, of his kindness, of his mercy, of his goodness. That's who he is, and that's what we're to do, right? Every time we gather, worship is not about you, it's not about me, it's about Jesus and Jesus alone. And so I'm so grateful this morning that we have the privilege to come together as a family and focus on lifting up the name of Jesus. We've decided that every fifth Sunday, at least in this season for us, we wanna just do what Jesus has done with the disciples, and so we're gonna do that with our family, which is just withdraw. Withdraw from a normal series, withdraw from a normal busyness of a Sunday, and just say, Lord, we wanna focus our hearts and our lives on worship and prayer. What do you want us to do? How do you want us to live? How do you want us to move forward in our lives? And in our church, give us wisdom. This is not our church, it's his church. And we long to worship him and acknowledge what he wants to do in us. So even students this morning, I wanna, I wanna challenge you as believers, not to just do the same old, same, I wanna challenge all of us to really engage into a time of prayer and heartfelt, authentic worship. Our team has worked really hard to help 
move us through and sort of curate this day. And they're going to move us through scripture and songs of worship and times of prayer. And so there's going to be moments maybe where we gather in, to, with, as families or we gather as two or three or we just focus our, on ourselves alone and we pray. But let this day not creep you out. This is just a day of connecting with the Father, a day of us just saying, Lord, you're worthy of all of our attention and all of our prayer. And I, our hope is that we leave this place today changed because we've been with God, not just because we've attended a service, right? That's our prayer and our hope. And so that's what this day is going to be like. I want to pray for us. I'm going to pray that our team would then begin to lead us into some of these different aspects of the acts of prayer, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, which is just praying for others, right? So I want to pray for us as we begin to prepare our hearts for what God wants to speak to us and do in us as a family today. Would you pray with me? Father God, we come to you this morning, Lord, with all that we are, and we just say thank you for this grace and mercy that we have come into this room, that we've experienced when we opened our eyes and we took a breath. God, thank you for your kindness and your love for us. Lord Jesus, I pray that today you would open our hearts and our minds to the reality of who you are your great love, your great holiness, Lord, that it is us, that we submit our lives to you in surrender, in confession and repentance, Lord, we say we are unworthy of you, and it's only by the blood of Jesus that we can come to your throne room. It's only by the sacrifice of Jesus that we can speak to you, holy Lord. It's only by your mercy and grace and goodness that we can even dare approach what we would consider worship today. But thankfully, your word says, come boldly to his throne of grace. So today, Lord, we come boldly to your throne as a family of families, as the church of the living God. We know this is your church. We know you've called us to your mission. And God, I pray with all my heart that you would move in us to direct our mind, direct our thoughts, direct our intentions, our desires to you and you alone, not on lunch, not on what's happening later today or what's happened earlier this week, but Lord, for this short time that we would focus completely on you, cast our cares upon you, and trust that you are in control, sovereign God of all things, and we rest in that truth and hope. Lord, we love you and we worship you now Move us, change us, so that we would know you more. And with all of our hearts, make you known. God, we give you this time. We pray that you use it for your glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Would you stand with us as we start this day? praising God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. We're going to sing some songs. We're going to pray. Let's lift up our voices this morning, church. Praise God from whom all blessings flow.
as we move into this first segment of the morning is adoration. And if you come today and you're not really sure what that means, that's okay. Adoration is praise, lifting up every praise and all the glory back to God. And that's what we're going to do this morning. Before we move into groups of three or four, it says in the psalm, and everywhere through psalms, just because it's a book of poetry, and it's beautiful. It says in Psalm 35 that with every bone in my body, some translations say with my entire being, so with every bone in my body, I will praise him. And friends, that is our hope this morning, that we can come before our Father and praise him for who he is. So go ahead and move into groups of three or four, just around close to you. We'll give you some time to praise God through prayer. God, we praise you. We praise you for all that you've done within this body. God, we praise you for what you continue to do within our church, within our communities, God. God, we offer.
offer up our lives this morning to praise you with all that we are. Every breath out of our lungs, God, should be an act of worship to you. And there's joy in our hearts because you've given us that breath. God, we honor you this morning. We praise you, we love you. God, you are Alpha and you are Omega. God, we worship you now, Jesus.
you be seated for a moment. You know, the good news for us is that God loves you. And not only does he love you, he likes you when he looks at you. He goes, that's my son. That's my daughter. So we love him back out of that great love. And so uh, we want to enter a time of confession and of communion together. We're going to take about 10 minutes. We've got a couple songs we're going to do. So over the, the next few moments, there's no hurry. There's no rush. But it's out of that great love and mercy and grace that we can come to our Father and uh, just confess that we need you, that we love you. You may want to stay where you are. You may want to come to the front steps and pray. And after a time of prayer and reflection, then uh, move to the communion stations. We have one, uh, all four corners back there. So just come to the one closest to you. And uh, communion is a, is a thing that Jesus did with his closest disciples. On the night before he was going to go to the cross, they were having a meal together. And he said, we, and uh, it's common at the meal to have to bread and wine. But he said, I want to give them new meaning. It's not just about the Jewish Passover and remembering back history. take the bread remember this is my body shed broken for you and take it and dip it in the juice Jesus said this is the wine is my blood represents my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins that you're set free Let me pray for us, and then we'll sing. You just, we're going to take the next 10 minutes or so. Heavenly Father, we come as your children, knowing that we are fully loved. And God, as your children, uh, uh, we long to love you back with a, a life lived the way you called us to pray for every person in this room that knows you, that is following you, that we could think back to when uh, we first confessed our love for you and were baptized.
I pray for every heart in the room. I just sensed you're drawing them, them to you. May today be a day of surrender and acceptance of that love and grace and mercy. We love you and trust you. In Christ's name, amen. So just take all the time you need. When you're ready to move, move.
thanks for the good days. When the traffic lights all turn green, when promotions come and bad habits are broken. Give thanks for warm meals and the company of friends. Give thanks for undeniable blessings and clear direction. When the music floods your soul and the worship songs flow without effort. Give thanks for coffee and clothing and hope that the two never mix. Give thanks for the mother who battles daily in prayer, for the father working three jobs, for the brothers and sisters who build blanket forts and read bedtime stories. Give thanks for sons and daughters and all our family who remind us of what truly matters. Give thanks for the stranger who holds the door open and the lifelong friend who holds you when life is broken. Give thanks for the hard days for the phone call that brings life crashing down, for jobs lost and friendships fallen into conflict. Give thanks for the anger that reminds us we are human and the tears that express more than words can ever fathom. Give thanks, though the pain is overwhelming, your energy spent, your spirit fallen, and your only option is to fall to your knees before your Holy Father and cry out, God, please help me. For in that moment, his power is made perfect. His love is made evident. He becomes your strength your comfort, and your salvation. Give thanks for the power of redemption, from Genesis to Revelation, for the endless promises of a God who would rather sacrifice his son than give up on his children. For nail-pierced hands, for brilliant dawns, for the cool touch of rain and the simplicity of a quiet day for all things great and small. Let us give thanks. Let us give thanks. Circle back up in your groups of three and four. And let's pray and give thanks for who he is and for what he's done. Go ahead and circle up. We'll take three or four minutes.
Heavenly Father, we come and we give thanks to you. We love you. Thank you for all the ways that you've been active and present in our life. We know that every good gift comes from you. when things are hard, you have been with us. You have carried us. You have made a way for us. Like Job, you give and take away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We love you.
just to stay in a spirit of prayer and gratefulness. You know, often we, we pray for ministry and we, we pray for uh, opportunities, we pray for provision, we pray for all these things and as we put services together, often we pray in between different segments as transitions. Oswald Chambers said that we don't just pray for the work, that prayer is the work. Prayer is the work. What we are doing this morning as we pray with one another, as we open our hearts to what God wants to do in us, that is the work, connecting to the Father. No greater thing could happen this morning than you leave here and say, I connected with the Father. I prayed. He spoke to my heart. I confessed my sin. I stood with my brothers and sisters and gave thanks for his grace and his goodness. No greater thing could happen in this place today than that connection with him. It's that spirit of prayer that is supplication. We were saying earlier about this word supplication. It's a big theological word. It just means praying for other people, praying for their requests, interceding for other things. As somebody says, hey, would you pray for me? When you pray, that is supplication. That is taking that request before the Father. How beautiful that as the body of Christ, we get to do that. In our city groups and in our triads, we say, pray for me, and often we'll say, let's stop right now. We did it on Thursday morning with my triad. Somebody made a comment about something, and we just said, let's pray right now. We started to intercede for that need right then and right there. But even greater, friends, then our privilege to pray for one another, Jesus at this moment sits at the right hand of the Father interceding for you. Isn't that good? Right now. Jesus hears your heart. He hears your questions. He hears your doubts. He sees your fear. And he is praying for you. Isn't that beautiful? Somehow he takes this broken mess Somehow he takes this not enough and he hears what needs to be heard through the power of the Spirit of the living God and he gives it to the Father and he intercedes for us on our behalf. What a privilege. This morning, before we go, we're going to uh, we're gonna intercede just for one another for one more section. Uh, and I want us to be real specific about some of the things that we're praying for. Last weekend, I was gone. I wasn't here. Lawrence was, was teaching for us because I was in Chicago and uh, with my friend Rob Hager and his church, Jacob's Well. Uh, Jacob's Well has been going for 14 years, and they've been up and down and up and down. And they've had a season where it's been really difficult, like many of, of the church. <laughs> 
As we were even driving this morning, I was just praying out loud. My kids get used to me just praying out loud. I said, Lord, be with your church this morning. I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about us, the church of Jesus. Lord, be with your church this morning. And at Jacob's Well, they have been watching some of what God is doing in us, and not just us, but what God is doing all around the country in helping people go from just attractional services where we come in and we say, entertain me today, to, Lord, what would you do in me, an ordinary person with the extraordinary grace of an extraordinary God in the world? See the difference? So one of the things that we've done is we started meeting in our homes around the city once a month, the first Sunday of the month. And we said, hey, let's take some of the focus off this with your seats, focus this direction, and let's do more of this uh, focused on each other, (laughs) praying for one another, being the body of Christ, challenging one another in mission, and let's be missional where we live and where we work and where we play. And so that's some of the things that that God is doing in us. Jacob's Well's been watching that and in other churches, and they asked me to come to Chicago last weekend and share a little bit about what's happening at the South City. And so I'm excited to tell you that today, right now, they are meeting in a home, not in a building. They didn't set up a sound system. They didn't put on a, a service like this. They met with people over breakfast, and gathered in groups like you just did in prayer, and somebody's sharing the word in a, in a Discovery Bible study, and God is doing something amazing in that church. They are doing church together the way the early church did it, in a beautiful, authentic, simple way. Friends, I mentioned this a long time ago. God is not leading us to become a house church, but he is leading us to focus more attention on your house, on you, on ordinary people taking the gospel of Jesus to a world in need. So we need you to be intentional. We need you men, husbands, fathers, stand with us with these families. Say, this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. We're going to pray. We're going to seek the Lord. We're going to be obedient. We're going to do what God's calling us to do as a church. And so our elders in unity and our body in unity, this is something God's calling us to. And I just want you to know, we're not alone. God's doing amazing things all over the world in this movement. Why? Because he wants to see people come to know Jesus. That's why. He wants to see people discipled to know him more. And it doesn't just happen on an hour in a service. It happens every day in your life through you. Right? That's our theme this year, ordinary people, an extraordinary God. So we're going to continue with that theme right now as we begin to close. As ordinary people who have the privilege through the power of an extraordinary God, an extraordinary spirit of God, to pray for needs, to pray for what God is doing in our church. God is moving in our church. He's moving in our small groups. As I listen to different city group stories and leaders and things that are happening. I'm hearing about prayer. I'm hearing about triads. I'm hearing about people witnessing and living out their faith. This is what we're talking about. This is who we are becoming as the church of Jesus in South City, okay? So that's what I want us to pray about. Lord, would you make us a people aware of your goodness and grace 
And help us, Father, to have a passion, a conviction to take it to the world. I want just to remind you before we gather and we pray one more time of the church of Jerusalem in Acts 4. Peter and John had been to the temple. They had healed a, a, a beggar, crippled beggar. They'd been taken before the Sanhedrin. And they just about barely escaped with their lives. They said, don't speak of this name again. And, and Peter says, am I supposed to obey you or God? In other words, you better believe I'm going to speak of this name again. And, and they just barely escape with their lives. They go back. The, the translation, I love this, in Acts 4, says they go back to their friends. Don't you love that? That's what we are by the grace of God. We're not just people who gather and attend a thing together. No, we're, we ought to be friends. We ought to live life together. And they gather back with their friends, and what do they do? They pray for boldness to be witnesses. They pray for God to move supernaturally to give opportunity for gospel saturation. They pray that God would use them to make his name famous and known all over Jerusalem. And in their unity, friends, and in the beauty of that moment as they pray for boldness, guess what God does? He shakes the actual walls. He shakes the building. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. But either way, I want us today to pray, to intercede. Lord, give us boldness. Make us an intentional people, serious about discipleship, serious about mission, and move us to love and care for people, love people well. Not just attend a flashy church, right? Not just attend a place that does everything that seems great and we can go home and not actually live it. No, move in us, Lord, and change us. Change us to be active in the world for your glory. So I want to pray for our city groups. Uh, if we have that on the screen back there, I think Jason's going to put this up. We're going to pray that, that the uh, Lord would lead us and give provision, that he would guide us by his Holy Spirit. He would give us wisdom and favor to impact all of central Arkansas for his glory with the gospel, and that we would be a unified family to see that done in us. Will you pray that with us as we spend the next few minutes lifting this, this prayer request up and this supplication that God would move in us to be the church he wants us to be? Let's pray.
Has it been good to be here this morning? Just to lift up the name of Jesus, to pray, connect with him. This is something we're going to do on the fifth Sundays, so you can begin to look forward for that. Hey, I'm excited about this coming weekend. We will be gathering together in smaller groups all over the city in our homes, okay? If you don't have a city group that you're currently a part of, uh, come see me, and we will help you find one either near your home or something that will work with you. And uh, it's such a beautiful gathering. It was such a fun time to get together, just a, a few people from 10 to 20 people, and we gather and we do worship and communion and have a study of the Bible and just a great time together. So looking forward to City Group Sunday next Sunday, okay? Uh, after that, our time is changing. Everybody got that on their calendar? I want you to remember that two weeks from today, when we come back to this room to worship again, our, time will, will, our start time will be 10 a.m., not 9.30, okay? So that's what we're going to be changing. Oh, we're having clapping going on. Wonderful. All righty. Uh, so we're excited about that. That'll be a good thing for us, and hope that it'll be a little easier on you and your families to be here. Um, and so that'll be a good thing. Also, uh, please, as we've done today, just be in prayer for our church. Be in prayer for your group and the people that you walk life with in your groups and your triads. If you're not in a triad, maybe find somebody in your small group or somebody at work and get together and start getting intentional about relationship with Jesus, with other people, on mission, okay? And then also, lastly, uh, don't forget that we're continuing to, uh, this is part of our worship is our giving. Uh, we're, our hope and our prayer is that as a family, that what we give as partners of South City Church will sustain the work of ministry as our church. That is our hope and prayer, and we just pray that you would continue to partner with us in that. There's a box on the back wall that you can give to. We don't hand around the plates anymore. Uh, you can give on our app. You can give at the address that we have on the information there as well. But please don't forget about that. Continue to be obedient in your giving. I know that God, just to say this for my own life, my own family, God has so greatly blessed our obedience in tithing. It's been such a blessing to my family. I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I believe in it with all of my heart, and I, I just I pray for that blessing for you. I mean that with all of my heart. Hey, thank you for being with us today. It's a privilege to be with you, and uh, I've been looking forward to this so much. Man, I'm looking forward to City Group Sunday with my group next week, and uh, I have two groups I'm in, actually. I'm looking forward to both of those, one in the morning, one in the evening, um, but it's going to be a great, great time. Uh, God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. pray that you have sensed God's presence in your time of prayer, and this will just lead you into a week of prayer and life in Jesus on mission for him. God bless you. Thank you for being with us at South City. Take care.